we're at Target. We're shopping. We um, walk by a toy aisle. Of course, she wants some toy. I don't remember what the toy is. I tell her no. And she like kind of starts to get upset. And again, she's two, like sitting in the front part of the cart, tiny. And she kind of takes a deep breath. And then she looks at me in the eye and says, buy me that toy or I will poop my pants. <laughs> she I'm you. not kidding. She's that's like, is my kid Dexter? Like Life gets easier if we figure it out together. Welcome to the Lisa Show. I've been mothering for a long time, and I have come to a conclusion. There's no easy or hard phase. It's just all the same. (laughs) Oh, no. Sorry. It's just different hard. (laughs) And different hard and different benefits. And Mm -hmm. I hate this whole thing of, like, uh, saying, oh, you know, wait till they're out of diapers or when they're toddlers or when they're out of school or when they're in high school or, oh, you know, adult kids and all those kinds of things. I know that it's— helpful to talk about the good and the bad, but as far as categorizing what is best or worst is not helpful to me. You know, Lisa, I actually remember having a conversation with you about this probably like three or four years ago when my kids were just starting to have opinions and it was really hard (laughs) and they were also still not sleeping. And I was just talking about how excited I was to like be able to sleep more. And I remember you saying, oh, no. like, say? well, you, you said you were like, oh, yeah, physically, it does get easier. Don't worry. It'll get easier. But emotionally, it gets so much harder. <laughs> and I just remember, <laughs> I remember, like, it wasn't I'm like so you were, you, it wasn't no, like you were trying true, to be though. mean. It was like this conversation of trying to prepare me. And it was kind of like this, like, vertigo shot on me <laughs> where I just, like, what? I'm walking into this and I can't stop. But <laughs> I I thought there was a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> there is no end of the tunnel. Here with me having this really upbeat, lively conversation about motherhood is Whitney Meek and Natalie Matson. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> hey, oh, thanks for having thanks. me. This is just a, a, an idea I I, I think— that we want to solve but is unsolvable, which is this huge, overwhelming, wonderful, immersive experience of Mm -hmm. parenthood. How do we do it better? How do we, while it's a fast-moving train and we're, you know, hanging on the side of it. Yeah. And... Uh And hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's. I I do appreciate the conversations where it's not to make each other feel bad about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> guess this one time I really screwed up. But as a, a way to sort of encourage each other of like this right. is so funny because I honestly do think that even some of the worst parenting moments that I've had with enough time, it's they're, kind of funny. They're yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They are. Like the time that I got a text from one of my kids. Oh no, I won't say okay. what gender because I don't want anyone to, to guess, uh-huh. guess. Uh-huh. when I woke up that basically said I thought I could handle this myself and I had it under control but I don't oh my gosh <laughs> and we need to um, I need you to come to this court date with me. <gasps> oh my god tell you what <laughs> okay that was no not you was... woke up to that what that a start a day for I'll you? I'll tell you. Hold what? on. When so you questions. are pregnant with a child and yeah. everyone is talking about the wonders of motherhood. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. When they're asking you, well, what's your birth plan? And, yeah. Do you have a cute outfit on the way home? I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys, don't 
obsess about your birth plan. Oh, yeah. Don't obsess about what you're taking the baby home. Like, there are days coming. <laughs> They're coming. There are and you court dates. To, there are court coming. dates. There are tests. There are <laughs> meetings with the principal. There are so many things coming that you need to talk about more than yeah. if you're going to talk about whether you're going to get an epidural or not. Right. Oh, man. So I just Lisa. think that it would be really fun. Lisa, if I could list 10 things I thought you were about to say that text message said, <laughs> that wouldn't be That on wouldn't any. even be near that list. That you guys, good that's gracious. not even the best one. Oh, oh boy. I'm so I'm excited. <laughs> no, you this just is parent, just tea time with Lisa here. You hear it long <laughs> enough, yeah. and you just start collecting these stories. And I think it's really funny because once you start saying, you know, oh, Guess what happened to me? Right, uh, yeah. I'm amazed about how people start sharing, like, things that they're like, oh, I'm so glad it's not just me. Uh, yeah. Or, uh-huh. I, ha- you know, well, I talked to down friends who I'm like, what's going on? Like, you sound like you're muffled. I'm just in my closet <laughs> in the corner. Okay, what's going on? And my friend was like, so I just found a lot of um, drugs in my, you know, daughter's possession, and I'm just having a moment <laughs> before I talk to her about it before I talk to oh my, my spouse gosh. about I just have to take a minute take here a in the in the corner of the closet and that is a weird phone call to get but also wildly like like it feels like it's an honor yes it's an honor <laughs> yes. that's true to like, to talk you through this moment yeah. yes and I don't care how great of a parent you are you could be the very very best you're gonna have these conversations that oh, like yeah. throw you off of your game yeah. and I kind of Love to talk and laugh about him. Well, and finding the connection in it, I don't know. I feel like when you talk about it being like the thing we're all trying to solve, it's almost like we're thinking it's a destination. Mm -hmm. Like this is when I reach parenthood. This is when I reach good family. This is when I reach happiness. And the reality is like it's just meant to shape us the entire time. It's never going to stop. And maybe that sounds really gloomy, but it also is like, well, if that's the focus, then it just means like, okay, how do we like lighten it along the way? How do we like connect while we're getting Mm -hmm. in this journey? And I feel like that's that's all you can do because you're not going to reach it. Sure. You're not going to no. find the end point where it's like, hey, I figured it out. We all are great and everything's going to just be this upward trajectory. Well, and for me, sharing the stories of it, the ridiculousness of it, whether it's like so sad and tragic or so funny and like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Is really great. I have one of my dearest friends, Wendy. I text her like, if anything, totally like if my kids say something really mean or intentionally uh-huh. or unintentionally or something horrible happens or weird or I'm like, well, I said this because I'm a great mom. But what I wanted <laughs> what to, I say want to say was, you need are someone. you kidding me? I didn't raise you to do You need someone to share all that stuff. Totally. And I preface it like if I wanted to ruin the relationship with my child, this is what I would have said. But this is what I will say because I want credit for it. And my friend Wendy will give me credit. She'll come back and go, look at you. You're doing it. You're amazing. Can I get a Wendy? 
You know what? Everybody needs a Wendy. We and another, a Wendy. And we've also come up with our own catchphrase, which I'm I'm freely giving to other people. When my kids come and do something or say something that I'm like, uh, like I don't agree with that, especially like like adult kids, because oh, yeah. guess what? You don't get an opinion. Right. They're just telling you. And if you want a relationship with them, then I always go like, yeah, just tell me everything. And they don't agree with everything I do, right? Because we're adults. <laughs> yeah, we're different. Yes, Crazy. Now. But if it's something like ridiculous, I'll tell Wendy. So guess what? And then I'll you know say whatever detail it was, yeah. and she'll, she just responds, I'm just responding now. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no I don't. You. That's no, that's fine. No, no I don't want to do that. Bye-bye. Yeah, sorry. No, thank you. And so that's how we validate each other. You got to get a catchphrase. Yep. Share your story. Yep. No, thank you uh, could maybe, I wish could work with like young kids. <laughs> yes. No, wouldn't that be great? Mom, I puked. No, thank you. No, thank you. you. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> Let's build a fort. So it's no, not, thank it's you. not on my on my What a great journey for you. For today. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> There's this lady that I go to church with who we've like our basis of friendship is by like telling stories about how we're not going to sugarcoat motherhood. Like I told her, I was like, like you know, some people will say, yeah, I was yelling at my kids, get in the house. And I'm like, that's not yelling at your kids. <laughs> like, you that's know that's not how you— because they're far away. Yeah, that's like, not yelling. You're not telling us how it really was. And I was like, so I talked to her, and it's like, get in here, get it out. She's like, yes. It's like this drug for us now. Every time we see each other, like, she'll be like, do you think swearing two times before even entering the church building is, like, okay for Sunday? And I'm like, girl, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, man. We're here. It's so true. <laughs> Do you ever have those moments where you think, okay, well, with enough time, and if there were cameras here, yeah, it would be really funny, but it's like yeah. so ridiculous. Yes. Like, what are some of those moments for you? Well, I, I have a story that I'm pretty sure I've told you both before. But it's like, if I ever do stand-up, this will be my closer. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's that story. Oh, I don't know if I'll ever stand-up. But it's with my daughter, Kate. It's my, always Kate. It's always Kate. Yeah, she's she, got a good personality. She she's I, my, I like Kate. She's yeah. my middle child, and we always just say she will either be CEO or in prison and mm-hmm. nowhere in between. Yeah. Like, that's just—we're trying to harness her superpowers. She has many. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was barely two and speaking so well. Her older brother is just shy of three years older than her, and he was in speech therapy when she was, like, a baby. Mm-hmm. And so we'd do all these exercises, and she would do it with him, and— she could speak so well at two. Like one of those, like, how old is she? And she's kind of tall. Anyway, so she's two and she decides she wants to potty train. And then like two days, she's potty trained. Like this, again, she's got these superpowers, which is like, all right, look out, world, Kate's coming. So she's freshly potty trained and we go shopping at Target. (laughs) Like, do I even need to say more? My heart is beating really fast already. We all know, like, you know the freshly potty trained zone where you're like, where, it's like, instead of emergency exit, it's like, where are the bathrooms? Bathrooms. And I'm carrying a lot of Ziploc bags. Uh Uh-huh. And like, when's the last time you had a sip of water? How much time do we have? Did you swallow spit recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of just like, you're kind of clocking. Like, what can I actually get away with? Anyway, we're at Target. We're shopping. We um, walk by a toy aisle. Of course, she wants some toy. I don't remember what the toy is. I tell her no. And she like kind of starts to get upset. And again, she's two, like sitting in the front part of the cart, tiny. And she kind of takes a deep breath. 
And then she looks at me in the eye and says, buy me that toy or I will poop my pants. <laughs> she threatened I'm you? not kidding. She's that's like is my kid Dexter. She is two. She what is very she aware of the cards in her hand. She's very aware. Did she say it with a straight face? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like at first she was like, eh. and then she kind of like took a deep breath and looked down, and then she was like, buy me that toy or I'll poop my pants. And I was like, oh, oh. my gosh. Oh my gosh, is my daughter a serial killer? What's going on? Like, this is crazy. And I like, I remember just covering my face because I immediately like wanted to laugh. I was like, this is insane. And I left the car. I just scooped up my kids and we left Target. I was like, nope, we don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't. But like, that's my daughter though. She's like, even now, she's seven, almost eight. She's just always aware of like the cards that she has. Okay. <laughs> she's so smart. Oh, Isn't that terrifying? Social no, collateral. it's hilarious, though. Oh, my god, I love it. Those but that was one, like, I did, like, I wanted to laugh. And I I do feel like, in general, I try to laugh at, like, you laugh or you cry kind of oh, things yeah. in life. That's kind of my philosophy. Yeah. But I do remember driving home and being like, how do I parent this kid? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the— I've had those like, moments how do where I, you're like, how are we going to person? do this? Or what is right. my policy on this? Because I right. never thought that this would— be the case. My um, second child, Owen, was really, really active and and would climb on everything. Uh And, and, you know, when they were like 15 months, and I thought I was so clever because I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to take off all the knobs off of the kitchen cabinets, right? Because, like— Owen's going to hurt himself if, yeah. it, unless I do. So I did, and I thought I was so clever, and I went to go, like, take a shower one day. You know, <laughs> first mistake <laughs> as a mother. Okay, Don't shower. More than 30 seconds alone yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, but, like, Good you know, luck. one of those really quick showers. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. Leaning out of the— yeah. it, yep. it, Did I hear something? And I came out, and Owen had opened up the drawers just enough to use them sort of, like, as a climbing, oh, no. like, stepping stairs. Oh, had gosh. gone and climbed up to the top oh, of the— cabinets where I had kept, I guess, some Oreos, and he had opened them out, unscrewed them, just eaten the middles so that the middle cream filling, so there was a huge pile of the ends, and had found, like, the chocolate syrup and just kind of had it everywhere. And as soon as I walked in, because I'd heard something in the kitchen, so I'm, like, in my, you know, towel, I come in and I was like, (gasps) because safety, mess, what is my brain seeing? Yes. All, all within like a split second. How do we even take this all in? And he turned to me and froze, like, maybe if I don't move, she won't see me. It's a T-Rex moment. Me. And then I go, oh, Owen. And he looked at me and he goes, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We don't care. It's okay. It's okay. And oh I remember word. laughing and thinking, uh-oh, I'm sending the wrong message that I'm laughing, but I it know, really it is, is funny. Oh, yeah, but also, I cannot even emphasize the amount of time in which he was able to do so much destruction. <laughs> right. And and the look on his face, so sweet, so innocent of like— Oh, yeah. I mean, we all just want the center of an Oreo every once right. in a while, right? And I got it myself. Right. And it's fine. Like, in the grand it's scheme. okay. And I did have that moment where I was like, okay, how— how will this translate when this child is older? How yeah. do I parent this kid? But, yeah. but super fun. Yeah. Funny kid, by the way. Oh, a man. delight. And it's to raise. And you know what? He's not wrong. He's not. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. My oldest really went through a, a poop phase. Like, <laughs> so did he Kate. We'll loved his poop. No. 
And none of my other kids went through this. Thank heavens. But my oldest, he just would take his diaper no. off when yeah. he was like two. He would take his diaper off and he would play with it. So we would paint. like zip oh up his pajamas gosh. backwards and eventually he'd find a way to unzip his pajamas, all that sort of stuff. See, and that's the thing is I had to do all this research because they were like, if you overreact, even if it's negative, they will do it again because they're so excited they got a reaction out of you. And I was like, I'm like parenting sociopaths. Like, how do, so I, how do I tame a negative reaction? I just have to show no emotion when someone just wiped poop all <laughs> over the walls and on the carpet and he's eating it. And oh, my god! So I got oh. to the point where— I like, I was so, I'd had it and I, I pointed at it. No, I picked up his diaper or something and I was like, stop, this is disgusting. And then he picked up a little circle and was like, no, "No, that's a ball. Like he was correcting me. Uh, Like you got the wrong name. The wrong word. I said, this is disgusting. No, that's a ball. And I just like had this moment where I was like, oh, "Oh, it's not even the same page. It's like, he's like, you don't appreciate this. I just drew this whole thing. And I made a ball <laughs> with my own materials. Like I, I didn't even get out of the crib. I'm self-efficient. It's all these moments that you don't <laughs> think that you're. You can never imagine this is how you're going to teach and develop a relationship with another <laughs> right. human being. Because when we set up parenthood, we always say like, you know, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I'm going to teach him how to read and I'm going to teach him how to sing songs yeah. and like how to ride a bike. <laughs> and and we pick these really traditional sort mm-hmm. of kind of like lessons. And I don't know if that's really where the most important lessons oh, that like sure. I've learned as a, as, a, as a mom have happened. They happen in these sort of weird moments. Like I remember when one of my kids was a little bit older in middle school, right? And I get mm-hmm. this call in the middle of the day. One of those calls that you'd never anticipate. There's no like— Were they in court? <laughs> no, no, different they're, situation. They're wondering where you're at. <laughs> they're in court right now. And my kid called me up and said, hey, mom. I was like, hey, what's up? Like, because, you know, they didn't have a, a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was like, um, I lost my tooth. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. They're like— you know, 13 at this point, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Everything okay? Yeah, but like, I mean, I have my tooth. I said, um, all right. Are you in pain? Are you in bleeding? Like, yeah. do you need some ibuprofen? Did you go to the office? No, I'm in the office. Okay, so what do you need? <laughs> like, I'm just getting like really like confused. Well, do, don't, do you want to come and pick it up? I go, <laughs> pick up your tooth? <laughs> um, no, I mean, Why? And and she was like, you know, for the for the tooth fairy or whatever. Oh. And I was like, well, you're 13, and we know the we, we know, know the this. D- did I not tell you? No, I know, but I just thought like you would want to like keep it or something. And oh I go, okay, so oh maybe I haven't explained <laughs> this, but like I don't keep all of your teeth because this is like my like my third kid. Like you know, yeah. like I have five kids. Like oh, I don't keep your teeth, you know, like in a little <laughs> jar. Like, I know some people do, I guess. I, I don't think we've ever talked about I, I don't. <laughs> she was like, what do I do with it? And I said, well, just, I don't throw it away or, and, and she didn't want to do it. And so I said, well, just put it in your pocket. And she said like, well, I don't have a pocket. And I was like, I can't believe oh I'm having gosh. this conversation. <laughs> like, oh I gosh. never anticipated this. And I said, well, put it in a piece of tissue or, <laughs> I don't know. I, 
but that go was... back to class. <laughs> I was so confused, but I wanted them to feel like loved and validated. Oh, sure. right. But I was so confused. Oh yeah, and it was like, well, have a great day. Okay, bye. <laughs> and that was it. That was one of the weirdest phone calls I've ever had in That's my whole life. So funny because it's also like that thirteen age where like they're in between, right? Yes. They're not fully teenagers. Right. They're not fully kids. And so, like, I'm sure, especially from like a kid's perspective, it's like, well, losing my teeth used to be a big it's a deal. Big thing. Yeah, and, and now, so now I, I don't like, know what to do. Well, and what right. I what I love is like they first lost their tooth. And their first thought was probably, oh, I need to call my mom. I need to yeah. call mom. My Which mom, so my mom for sweet. sure needs to know about this. Yeah. Right. I, she needs to know if things fall out. But right. they're like, that age is so like awkward that right. it is just like, hey, hey, I lost my tooth. Hey. Yeah. Could you, no do, other? Could you do what we normally do? Yeah. And what I also, because I remember that age. I remember being, being that age too and thinking, well, my mom doesn't have anything going on. Yeah. Right, right. She can come pick up my yeah. tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a story on the so other funny. end of that? Because I feel like it's this sort of like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, or I'm not yeah. like, because I remember when I was, I think 19. This isn't a tooth story. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. When I, was, when I was 19 or something, my grandma was dying. She had a stroke. And so my mom, I was at home for the summer. And she basically was like, do you want to see your boyfriend in Utah? And I was like, yes. And she's like, get in the car. And we drove from Portland to Utah, like, overnight so that she could go see her mom. Uh And, like, up until this point, um, oh, you know, yeah, because it was Easter. It was Easter time. And, like, every year I had kind of, like, become adjusted to the fact that I wasn't going to have, like, the cool, like, kid— moments anymore because I was mm. four years younger than my next sibling. But m- my friend and I were the like youngest children. So we would do Easter hunts together still through oh. high school. So it was this sort of like silly thing where it's like, you get money, we put them in some eggs, we try and hide them in really hard spots by the time you're a teenager. But at this point, I was 19. It was Easter. My mom knew it was Easter time. And she and I were outside of this facility where my grandma was dying. And she pulled some money out of her pocket, and she said she threw it on the ground. (laughs) She threw it on the ground and said, Happy Easter. (laughs) I I relate to that so hard. Because I didn't even, I didn't ask for an Easter egg hunt. I wasn't expecting it. I think it was on her mind. Like, it's Easter. How do I phase out of this? This is a tradition, but I'm going through this thing right now, and my daughter's with me. So she just threw it on the ground and said, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. And I just looked at it. And I was like, do you want me oh, to pick it up? Oh, bless her. I don't know what to do. That, is really that was my last Easter egg hunt was that pile of cash on the ground. Goodbye to childhood. Pick up some money. We should have we should have some sort of ritual yeah, or some like, sort of I'm holiday. Like, like it's done. Yep. Because one thing, now I'm gonna be the 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 cranky old lady right now and complain about your generation. Yeah, please parenting. do. Go for it. Please you guys, do. you guys are making it harder with oh, all for of. Sure. You're making it harder with all of your last time stuff. Like my mom didn't do this stuff. My generation, Generation X, we're like, you put your head down and get to work. Yeah, yep. and yeah. you do it. But you guys are like. 
When it, yes, you know the first time that you hold your baby in your arms, <laughs> but what about the, the last time? time? You never you know. Rock the you last never time know. You hold your so child. make it ev- special. And what is what that a, up with that stupid a, campaign? You only have eighteen summers. Oh my you gosh! Make oh them. yeah. You Every time I see that, I I physically you know, get ill and I, think, we stop didn't it. start this. I, Lisa. I, I, well, we're not I, in I, on you know it. Lisa, we're not in on this. I'm not going to defend that mentality. That freaking stress. Oh yeah, it's too much pressure. It is. I think to the core. It's just trying to say, enjoy, like, be present, enjoy your time with your kids. Which, you know, Which, of of course, is a great. lot better when it's like, you only have six more phrase. times until you never see your son again. That's I'm like, what I would say. The, yep. like, you you know, live this while you can. It's better than what the phrase was repeatedly to me, which was, enjoy it while you can. Oh, yeah. Enjoy yeah. this oh, moment. That's true. Yeah. And I was like, do you want to take my kids right now? Because I guarantee you were yeah. not enjoying this moment when you were me. That's true. And that's true. why you're telling me exactly. to enjoy it. That, because that none enjoy of us are it. enjoying this moment. Yeah, feels, we got we got to come right. up with a better phrase right? or <laughs> campaign. You're this right. is uh, We got to yeah. rebrand the way we say, listen— <laughs> What I've come up with is way too long, which is, I get that it's really hard where you are. I see you in this moment. I've been there. And yes, you need to feel these feelings because there's a lot of grief and conflicting, you know, feelings every time. And it's okay. It will go fast, but that doesn't help you. It only creates more stress. So just live in this moment. It is what it is. It's going to be wonderful and horrible and all the things at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you've got to live your life. And at the end of the day, you're an independent person, but you also want to feel connected with your children. And that's really difficult. So good luck. That's Can you the embroider that? Yeah. I, I, well, I'm embroidering it, on a, it pillow, on a pillow, but it's it's like a one of those like bolsters. Oh, it's a body. Like, it's pillow. a body. Pillow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of those pregnancy pillows. <laughs> I'm not very fast way. at embroidery, yeah. so I think by the time I'm a grandma, <laughs> hopefully before. The arthritis kicks in. <laughs> I'll have no, my message it, out to the masses. It is true. I I think I've heard. Um, the days are long, but the years are short. Mm-hmm. It was the most like, oh, you're right. Like it, that's, it's, that's it's what's rec- always in my head. It's recognizing yep. like, mm-hmm. yeah, those days can be hard. Yeah. But also, it, it does go by fast. The yeah. most helpful phrase to me was, even when it's hard and you're just like crawling through the day, you're still getting through it. Yeah. It's yeah. still, yeah. you're still, you did it. yeah, you, did you it. still did it. Like, it, the day is still passing, even if it, you just feel like you're like hanging on by your fingernails. Yeah, the like, good yeah. and the bad days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, even your worst moments, actively, even if you just sit there doing nothing, it's passing. You're yeah. getting through it. And I was like, it's too that pass. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I Like, even my worst moments, I'll sit there sometimes and just like, you know, have children jumping on me while I didn't get enough sleep or something and just be like, the minutes are passing. They are passing right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah, I love it, though. I just, I think that you sort of, to some extent, get to remember what you want to remember. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a tricky thing, I think, yeah. you know, because your brain can play tricks on you mm-hmm. and, and, and not every thought so is true, true and stuff. But I do think that the stories that you repeat and how you talk to your kids yeah. yes. about stuff um, relates to it. Like, my kids love to hear the story of when we first moved into our house, I needed to get a fenced-in backyard for Owen, you know, who yeah, was uh, everywhere. I don't know if you guys know the the writer Eric D. Snyder. Uh-huh. Uh, of he's course. a great family friend, and he <laughs> described Owen as 
Owen has bees in his head, and the bees are crazy. <laughs> and they tell them, you know, to do things. And so, you know, my kids would love to say, tell us another story about when Owen had bees in his head. Oh, that's and so he's, sweet. And, and I, I have to tell you that Owen is the most just, like, creative, uh-huh. interesting, kind, loving, nurturing person ever Mm -hmm. and like honestly a joy and a delight to raise and just to be associated with so it's funny now to be able to go back and to be like I tried so hard to keep you safe (laughs) and you made it so hard you know and honestly like we had this old 1970s had have (laughs) house and it had those like I don't know how to describe it other than if you know these 1970s houses where they sort of have like a an aluminum awning on the back yeah 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 yeah. that have like little swirls yeah in the stands yes yep like they look like uh, cursive s's Uh Uh uh-huh with his brute strength he like pulled them down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys, two years old. No. And you, to use it, because, duh, I need to climb on this roof. And these are some stepping and stools. And these are some, and they're just the wrong way. He bent them. Someone put these up in on, wrong. Yes. Somebody put these the wrong way. <laughs> I will remedy this. And it had been less than a week since we moved into our house. Christopher was gone somewhere. I was holding my baby. I had a baby. She was kind of crying. I was holding her. And our oldest, Miles, was really, like, well-mannered and very verbal. And Owen had um, didn't speak until late because why did he need to? Miles would do all this talking and he was too busy doing stuff. And so Miles comes in and he's like, "Um, excuse me, mom. Because that's how (laughs) he talked. He was like three and a half. Um, Owen is on the roof. And I was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Um, Owen is on the roof. Um, Yeah, he is. He's just being silly. And I went outside. (laughs) I'm holding this baby. And I was like, Owen, Owen. I can't see him. And I'm like thinking, oh, my gosh, he fell off. Like, what happened? He just comes walking over the top of the roof, the crest (sighs) of the roof, looks over at me like, what? It's okay. Like, yeah, it's mom, okay. He's that kid. It's, it's okay. okay. Like, what? And I go, oh my gosh, sit down on your bum and scoot him on me. And he was like looking at me like, she's crazy, but okay. Why is she? <laughs> and like, I have this cra- this baby. I, I I think to myself, I can't ask the neighbors for a ladder because I haven't, I haven't even been here three days. Oh. And they're going to think I'm that lady that oh can't control God. her kids. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, then also, totally. I was no, like, I, I, would I do the can't same thing. leave to go get a ladder because he's on I've the got roof. this baby and he's on the roof and I need to have eye contact. Oh so I'm like, gosh, stay Lisa. there. And I get like the stool and I give the baby, the three-year-old, the baby, <laughs> yeah, to the other baby. I mean, they're all babies. Very, they're all babies. You know. And I get up on the stool and I'm like, scoot down to me. And he's looking at me like, okay, but like I literally I just watched up, walked up here. I can just walk I can down. Just get down. And I got him down and he looked at me like, I don't. What like, were you saving me from? Yeah, exactly. And it was just so funny because I just thought, I will now see through his eyes, yes, right? Like, right. that's why I can't let the kids go outside and if it's not, like, locked, fenced. And right. do you know what I mean? And oh, I've yes. got to check on him. All and of a sudden, and you see the qu- swirls as you stepping. See, yep, I yep, had to unscrew yep. all of those swirls yep. and say, hey, we don't go on the roof because it's super dangerous. Yep. And and we built a tree house and we built, yeah. you know, and now we got a trampoline because I'm like, this kid's got energy. Just get it all like, out. we're going to go to the park every day, yep. you know, and, and trying to find those sorts of things. And I think back about it now. And again, it's so much easier now just to be like, oh, Owen's great. Right. <laughs> but at the right. time, you're like, how do I keep you safe? Like, how oh, do yeah. I get through these days yes. of keeping you safe? And Or like, like when your kids are younger, like I said, Kate is now seven, almost eight. And I'm just like, how do I keep? 
that yeah. fire sparked. Yeah, not extinguish a, it. In a good way Channel so that you can it. have healthy a healthy life. Yeah. Really. That's it. Yeah. Of like, she just loves to push the boundaries. She loves to, she's always asking questions. Like, she's just so smart. Yeah. And I just want, but I want it to be for good. Right, right, right. <laughs> and not for evil. Not that I think she's evil. I shouldn't say that. But you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, you do because you With worry about every little power. thing. I wish I could just have like a crystal ball and just see five seconds in 10 years and be like, oh, okay, she's, she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it That's, is you know, helpful, like She's going to be okay. It's helpful to hear from older moms who then say like, I had a kid like this when they were a kid, and yeah. this is how it manifested when they grew up. Even just like, like my oldest has ADHD, and it's, you know, he does maybe have a little bit of the attention and hyperactivity things going on, but it's mostly emotional dysregulation. And so, like, he'll feel the same things you and I are feeling, and it's like, I totally get why you feel that way. But instead of just, like, being sad, he is, it's like a storm and it's just everywhere. And so I'm constantly just like, is this going to keep him from making friends? Is this going to be like, am I failing to give him enough tools and resources so that he'll grow up to be, yeah, to be something that is way over here that, you know, I don't meet many humans that age that are, that become like that terrible person, but I'm obviously going to produce the one that becomes that terrible person. (laughs) Of course. But I was talking to my sister who has a daughter with ADHD who had these like really big emotions and just would just get so angry and so sad all the time. And she's the sweetest girl now. And so I'm like, okay, there's hope at least because you know, you know, like all these, these formative years, while it's scary because it is formative and it's like all this stuff behind it, but you realize like, you know, everyone needs time to become who they are. And Absolutely. in the meantime, they're just finding tools. Yeah. And maybe that means they're going to have these uncomfortable situations where someone doesn't want to play with them because they're being a jerk on the playground. And mm-hmm. maybe that, you know, but it's helping me in a in a long-term perspective. It, it doesn't always help me in the moment to stop from the worries and the what-ifs, but to be able to hear like, okay, so you had these experiences when they were young where you just, you thought they were going to be a psychopath serial killer. <laughs> And now look at them, and there was this in-between where something happened, yeah. and they they got more tools, they they grew up and became someone who, you know, it maybe isn't the person you grew up to be, but that's that's great. They're, they have their own, like, superpowers. They have their own abilities that you see where they came from. Yeah. Yeah, it's helpful I, to hear I, that. I, I think yeah. that takes me back to that phone call you had from your friend in the closet of, like, it's so nice to have that person to call. Yes. Because sometimes— it doesn't work out. Like, does it become a super, super ha- a I was going to p- say, and, and I do, it, again, I feel like I kind of want to censor myself. Yeah. And and not Give be like. Give it to me straight, Lisa. You guys have no idea. But the kind, <laughs> and I don't want to be no, that No, we lady, really don't. But We're terrified. I <laughs> have friends, and I've had situations where, you know, all the hopes and dreams that you have for your kids of just being, like, not even, not unrealistic, a healthy, happy, yeah, contributing sure. member of, independent member of society, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And those are some of the difficult conversations that I'm having with my friends because it's hard. Obviously, you should not take it personally. Mm. Obviously. But, but, it, but, but motherhood is the most personal oh, you're like I was the one the whole the world so having those world. kinds of conversations where you see 
all of the perfect pictures and the beautiful milestones mm-hmm. that the other families sure. are having of right. graduations and and college and yeah. you know mission trips and you know philanthropic work that other children <laughs> you know people's children are Those doing. Those are my very realistic and expectations. No, no, but for real. And yeah. and they're starting businesses and they're getting married and they're having grandbabies and it just looks like and you're seeing all that. And and if you have a kid that is probably never going to graduate from high school mm-hmm. or has some really severe mental illness. Yeah. Or has a drug problem or fell yeah. in with the wrong kids, yeah. you know, as people say, and because have been surrounded by, you know, a lot of different kind of challenges than other people's. And yeah. it is it is not indicative of your level of mothering or parenting or how much you cared or how well you did. And so those are the difficult conversations oh, yeah. that I find myself having with my friends of yeah. saying, well— it you know, like, not. will this kid ever be okay? What should I have done differently? What could I have oh, done? Sure. And, and that, those kinds of conversations <sighs> break my heart more than anything. Because totally. especially, like, um, with friends that I'm like, oh, you are, like, my ideal mom. Like, I haven't seen anybody else do better. And not have that kind of, I don't want to say reward, because they're not, like, these little versions of ourselves. They're, they're just here to perform our unresolved, sure. you know, But in an unhealthy mindset, it's that not. is kind it, of what it feels like And sometimes. so this process of motherhood and these kinds of questions for, for, for me and my friends have become of, like, it really boiled down to the... I love them unconditionally forever yeah. and ever and want a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And parenting, you know, I'm laughing so hard still at your Easter story about like just throwing, <laughs> you know, money on the it, motherhood feels like that sometime it really of like, does. I was about to say, I just like we just had this really big like emotional understanding, you know, I want you to do this with your life, you want to do that. Here's the good reasons why I have. Here's the good reasons why you have. Okay, you're in charge of your life. You're yeah. going to choose this and not what I chose for you. Okay, I love you. And let's still have an open, honest, like, relationship. Right. You, you don't have to perform for me. Where's the ceremony for that? Right. You know, right. Where, where's the Facebook post for that? Yeah. We had that conversation. We had this conversation, and now we have a really great— we made the transition from adolescent to adult, like right. mother, son, or mother from daughter power struggle. Yeah, to like understanding and acceptance, and, and that feeling of that's like, the hardest. You have to thing. detach and attach all at the same time. Like parts of it, you have to be like, okay, that's just, that's just them. That's on them. Call it detaching with love. Like it's it's mm-hmm. this. Um, you detach from the from the co the the codependency. I guess mm-hmm. where it's like you don't need them to be a certain way for you to to feel love for them and to feel whole for yourself Uh and if they can also get to that point and also I'm curious what your conversations have been with like older parents and I'm curious what parents who have kids who are older are going to be like in future generations because I just look at like my parents you know they had so few tools given to them by their parents who I'm sure had even fewer tools because mental health just was not talked about in my parents homes Mm -hmm. but I think about those generations whose kids just have kind of passed to the mark of selfishness as like an inherent lifestyle Mm. because at some point Usually around like 25 or 26, I noticed people stopped getting like 
jerky, you know? They were they stopped oh, being yeah. so self-centered mm-hmm. and so just because life Teaches had to that. open them. Yeah, 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 had to open, open them up. A little bit. So I'm also just curious how the relationships change when like people pass their their mid-20s. And maybe it's just gonna get pushed farther back as we're like maybe developing things a little later as we're easing more into these phases of life with mm-hmm. with you know generations now. But I'm curious just to see like how does that relationship then change from like okay, we really don't agree, but we understand each other too. Like, we still are always going to have these different viewpoints and, like, we're able to, like, so healthily, like, connect and discuss without just feeling like I just have to bite my tongue mm. or stuff like that. Like, does is that a point someone ever reaches? Or I, I is that, that like that a it's fairy like any, tale? No, I think it's like any relationship, right? It has to change over time. Yeah. It can't yeah. stay the same. Yeah. My relationship with my parents is different than it yeah. was. Yeah. It has been over the years. I will say to my parents, I have said— you didn't prepare me for any of this. And guess what? Parenting me was a joy and a delight. And I didn't give you any worry. And you th- and the things I've had to say and the things I've had to do, you have never, never had, to, had do. to do. And my mom, my dad will laugh. And he'll go, yeah, you're right. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, you know, and my mom is like, I I, I know. Um, oh. You guys were so great and easy. And I'm like, stop. That doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help. help. So I just lay it out. Yeah. And 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 joke about it because uh-huh. that's my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because what else can you do? Yeah. And it's, I talk to my brothers and sisters a lot, especially yeah. my brother and sister who have kids. In fact, the other day, my my brother and I are very. He's so funny. He's a doctor. And like, you know, he's like the funniest doctor you'll ever meet. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He kills. And he makes me laugh so hard. And he'll be like, how's it going? And I'll say, well, this happened and this happened. And so-and-so decided this. <laughs> and they're making the choice to do that. <laughs> and it's great because it's none of my business. <laughs> and that's how I tell him, like, you know, uh, news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being deliberately vague. Yes. Um, and and he'll just laugh and he'll be like, oh, that's great because my kid <laughs> decided this and is doing that and thinks <laughs> this. And it doesn't bother me at all because <laughs> we are two distinct individuals that love each other and I'm maintaining a really great relationship. And I'll say, well, good on you. Good on good you. On. I'm glad we had this talk. And I'm glad we had this talk, but it's just a way to sort of joke about how how when your kids are adults, like, it doesn't matter yeah. what yeah. you think. And here's the other thing. They know what you think. Yeah. I right. always think, well, well wait, wait, wait. Uh, did, did I explicitly tell you that I uh, <laughs> don't want you to do this and that I really wanted you to do this? Did I? Did you Did you uh, surmise this from the way that I parented you? You know, here, the, <laughs> the jig is up. Like, yeah, yeah, they know. They, they, they know. know. They know. They and you it. know what? They're so sick of it. They're yeah. so sick of your opinion. They want it. They need to go find out for themselves, and decide themselves, and just like you did. The Lisa Show is a production of BYU Radio. This week, our show is produced by Lisa Valentine-Clark and McKay Menden. If you want to continue the conversations we started, please join our group on Facebook called The Lisa Show Listener Community. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We would really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Next week on the show...
That's next week on The Lisa Show. <laughs> <laughs>